0: Hello, everyone. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, and you're listening to Coffee Talk with Crystal. This podcast is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Sometimes, I will answer questions from our sisters, and others, I will invite friends and sisters to do the same. This episode is part of a special series as I follow a potential new member through the adventures of formal recruitment in the midst of a global pandemic. As you will hear, I first sat down with Abigail, a family friend, a legacy, and a potential new member when she decided to participate in formal recruitment. She is a freshman at my alma mater, the University of Mississippi, whose Panhellenic community opted for a hybrid recruitment this year. Following each round, I had the opportunity to connect with Abigail to talk about her experience. I think you will agree, this series is fascinating. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to my next conversation. Hello, Abigail. How are you?
1: Hi, I am one round closer to big (laughs) day.
0: You are, and you look very different. Our listeners, of course, cannot see you, but I see a beautiful full face of makeup and your blue philanthropy round shirt and all of the good things. Tell me about today. What time did you end up getting the information through your app?
1: So I think I got it around 2.15 and then there were some people who had rounds at four, but I didn't so I didn't have to worry about that. But
0: Okay. So they have, because of COVID-19, spread these rounds out over the course of three days, correct? Correct. So in your case, you get a little bit of a break because you have it only over two days.
1: Correct. So I had one tonight. And then I have the rest of mine Saturday.
0: Okay, so today is Friday, and then you have the rest tomorrow. So you will actually get a little bit of a break on Sunday before going into sisterhood around.
1: Yes, which I'm very excited for. It'll Give me some time to get through some homework.
0: <laughs> what every mother wants to hear. So yes. talk to me about the moment that the I guess the app lit up or sent you a notification, how did this work?
1: So they told us that they would be coming in anytime between one to three. Um, they told us it was at twelve. So of course I had been refreshing for hours. <laughs> I actually had a very interesting morning. I was woken up at about six twenty by oh. a tornado alarm.
0: Oh my goodness. But everyone is okay. So
1: everything's fine. There was no, there was no actual tornado. They were just watching for rotations, but it got close enough that they pulled a warning. So I spent the first few minutes of my morning in the bathroom with my roommate away from windows. (laughs) Wow.
0: Okay. So not exactly the day you thought you would have.
1: Not exactly. (laughs) So then I kept refreshing, refreshing. <laughs> and then at around 2.15, I just happened to click in and it was there. And I was like, okay. <laughs>
0: okay. So you have now been invited back to five chapters for this next virtual round. Tell me how you feel about this.
1: So I was a little, I scrolled through, right? And it's got all of these different time blocks. spread, off, spread across three days. And the way that it's set up kind of stressed me out a little bit because it looked really empty and that freaked me out for a second there (laughs) but then I read through and I realized you know that's five that's half that's pretty much that's pretty good agreed (laughs) and then but that little brief moment really caught me
0: (laughs) so tell me is it because over the three days you only had one party today and then you have four tomorrow so the first thing you saw was just a bunch of blank spaces or was there something else that created that for you
1: there are a lot of blocks like there's like 25 time blocks just in the stretch so it's not even necessarily just that friday looked particularly empty that probably helped but there was just this big stretch of expanse so my heart dropped for a second but then i looked through and saw and i was like This is
0: fine. Okay, so you did then go almost straight from receiving this information to getting ready for your first event that was this evening.
1: Yes, so I found out at around 2.15, like I said, and then I had to be ready for 8.45, and for me, that's an event, so...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and so 8.45 comes... And what does this look like from your perspective?
1: So I logged on, I was a little bit early, so it sent me to the waiting screen for a little while, which was very cute. They had the house set up, it was it was adorable. And then they let me in, and it's, first it starts out as this big group and everybody together, and I think their philanthropy chair was talking. They showed a short video about the philanthropy and all the things they've done with it through the last year. And then they set it up to breakout rooms, where I talked originally two, but then uh, three collegiate women um, about just what I thought about just the philanthropy. We just kind of talked about my major, um, future career goals, that sort of thing. Um, I did, of course, preface this with, I have an in-house sister at another chapter, but I am keeping my options open and all of the things. You know, when
0: she hears you talk about this, she might actually have her feelings hurt. So so just to share a little bit about that, you are the younger sibling, and I do have a younger sibling of my two children as well. And so you all are very different from your older sister, and in our case, brother. And I think that it is something that you do have to continue to remind people of, because once they know you, as we have mentioned before, you all are very different women and you are interested by very different things, and your friend groups have been separate for the better part of your lives. So I think that that is a very honest and open statement. I wonder how it was received by the women when you shared that information.
1: They first first and foremost thanked me for being straightforward about it, and that, that was kind of, we moved on. I was only really sad about it. <laughs>
0: Very good. So what was the rest of the conversation like for you? Was it nerve wracking or was it easy? Tell me just from the the perspective of doing this via Zoom versus in person.
1: So I have this irrational fear that I am going to start talking at the exact same time as somebody else and for Wi-Fi or other reasons, I will then end up talking over them. So going into this, I was so careful to like, watch the other screens so, so carefully just to make sure that I'm not going to start speaking at the same time. So that added a little extra layer of anxiety. But once the conversation really got rolling, we we talked very comfortably. We found a very good connection. Um, we were both pre-med for very similar reasons. And we, but then they split us up back into the big group. And then did another thing with the philanthropy they had it was a uh, so it was about their philanthropy and they wanted you to turn on your video camera if the issue with the philanthropy related to you Oh through various different ways well that's really interesting it really it was it was honestly very eye-opening for the particular charity <laughs> um And it was it was a really cool way of doing it, and a really good way of using Zoom using your resources at this opportunity.
0: (laughs) I guess it was. Now, were there a lot of people that turned their camera on for that?
1: A lot. I so there were seven pages in gallery Zoom gallery view. Um, I only got to page five, but every single person in those five pages had the on.
0: Wow, that's pretty impressive.
1: It was definitely eye opening about just the impact of. their their organization.
0: Wow okay so tell me after having done this what so was that the end they came back together they had that conversation what was next as part of that?
1: And then we went back into the same breakout group so I talked again with the same two three collegiates that I was speaking with.
0: Interesting and you feel like you have a connection with these women.
1: I had a very good connection. We talked about everything from my lipstick color to my future career goals. Like, it was all over the place, but it was so, like, we were all on the same wavelength.
0: Well, and for people who do not know you, you do wear a striking shade of red lipstick that is most impressive and cannot be pulled off by all people, myself included. So I love that that was a bit of an icebreaker. I think that's amazing. So then, after you speak to these women again, is that it, or they pull you back in?
1: They, they pulled us back in basically to say goodbye and to have all of the collegiate women leave as we left.
0: How long was this event
1: altogether? 8.35 to 9, 25 minutes. Oh,
0: okay, so a pretty significant amount of time with these women. Yes. After having done it one time, Is there anything that you will change about going into these rounds or this round of parties tomorrow?
1: When I walked into this, because, again, because it's on Zoom and we could, I had jotted down a lot of notes and questions I wanted to ask. I don't think I'll use them again, just because I feel like it stilted the conversation a little bit really if that makes any sense
0: it does but tell me more i
1: will still i will still keep them just in case i just had a really good connection with this group and that that's not the case all around but because then i was looking at these questions and i was like I, i want these questions answered right now like in this allotted time period and so we would be in the middle of a good conversation and i felt like i eventually still had to keep in the back of my mind like oh i need to answer this question
0: Okay, so let me ask this. What kind of questions are you curious about for this round?
1: So, I, okay, first of all, for, I guess, for the people listening who aren't familiar with Ole Miss, there's this uh, organization, group, charity kind of thing called Rebel Fawn that all of the sororities are involved in that I'm very interested in getting involved in. And I'm just asking about how they feel about that, specifically with philanthropy. I did ask a couple questions about academics, just, you know, because we're here, like, might as well. Um, but mainly just, did you feel it was easy to get involved as a freshman? Were you allowed to run for things within the philanthropy and that sort of stuff?
0: So you went from rebel fund to academics to getting involved As a new member, basically, are the things that you wanted asked in this round, or answered rather? Okay, so so I love this, and every chapter that is listening will be quite intrigued, I feel sure. So, did you have the opportunity to get those questions answered, or was the conversation so good that that just had to be put aside?
1: I did have the opportunity to get a couple of the questions answered, just because whenever there was a lull in conversation, I just felt like I had to say something, so at least I did have those questions prepared to be like, boom, hello. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I don't think I'll ask about, like, all over the place. Like I said, I'm super all over the place, (laughs) so I feel like I'll try and keep it a little more consistent going into tomorrow.
0: (laughs) So this was a great first party of the second round as you get ready to go into tomorrow where you have four. Yes, correct. Correct. Okay, so tell me how you are feeling after having one done and four to go in this round. Where's your headspace?
1: I'm feeling a little better than I was yesterday, just now that I know exactly what it's going to be like. And um, I don't know, I feel like I'll be really anxious tomorrow, really nervous tomorrow, but. I don't feel fine. <laughs>
0: okay, so then tomorrow, what time are your parties tomorrow?
1: I think my first one starts at eleven thirty-five, so not super super early.
0: Which is nice because it's a Saturday.
1: Definitely. <laughs> yeah, eleven
0: fifteen. Okay, and then what time do you finish up tomorrow evening? Four p.m. Oh, so I do not have to stay up after my bedtime tomorrow night.
1: Correct. This will be <laughs> a all good day. For for you. Tomorrow.
0: It's true. This will be a good day for all of us. Okay, so I love this. Then tomorrow after the parties, you then will rank again, or do you wait until Sunday for that?
1: I am allowed to rank as soon as I've been through all of my all of my houses.
0: Okay. And you will do that again on the app? Great. Very good. Okay, any final thoughts that you would like to share at this point?
1: I'm just I'm really excited. I felt like I felt like I was really worried that I wouldn't be able to connect with anybody over Zoom. and I feel like that's one thing that this first house has definitely put to rest. I can connect to people.
0: <laughs> so let me ask you this: Sheer curiosity. Is this one of the chapters that you had ranked in your personal top priorities?
1: Not as high as they are now. Really? I really had a great connection.
0: I love this for you. Okay, so one down, four to go. We'll talk again tomorrow afternoon, early evening. Thank goodness for me. And Mm -hmm. Abigail... I wish you all the luck in the world. I can't wait to hear how tomorrow goes. Thank you. (laughs) Good night. Good night. Abigail, you've had a big day. I have. (laughs) So it started this morning and ended late afternoon. This is Saturday evening. So the second round Philanthropy, and you had four events today, correct? Correct. Let's talk about all the things.
1: Yeah, so I started off this morning. Um, I had two kind of back-to-back. Um, the first one, I was, so just for breakfast, I set my alarm for 9.30 this morning, and it did not go off for unknown reasons. So I was a little, rush, I was rushing around a little bit this morning.
0: Oh, well, okay. So <laughs> your alarm was set to go off at 930 to begin parties at what time? 1115. Okay. So enough time to comfortably enjoy the morning until your alarm didn't go off.
1: Yes. And it was only, I woke up at like 10 and I was like, it feels like, oh gosh, I should be awake and half foundation at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The milepost in how we get to the end result.
1: Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I went to my first event. I felt a little rushed, um, but it went it went pretty well. Not as well as the first one, but still well.
0: Talk to me about that. What do you mean it didn't go as well as the first one?
1: I just didn't connect as well. First of all, we did it differently. Oh. It was the same setup, but. Whereas in the first house, I was sent back to the same group of women. They sent me to a different woman, like, at that time. Like, the second time. Does that make any sense?
0: It does. So you started in a group again. Yes. And then you went into a breakout room with one or two people. Yes. And then when you all came back together and went to your next breakout rooms, it was a different group of people. Correct. Got it. Okay. So how did you feel about that?
1: Um, I didn't like it as well just because I felt like it was easier to kind of connect when it started off with the first the first person and then I could just have the conversation and then we went back, watched the video, and then could then talk about the video without having to go through the oh, what's your major where are you from?
0: So it was starting all over again with new people. Exactly. And you had already talked about your major and where you were from. <laughs>
1: So many times. I felt, at some point, I felt like I was talking off a script. (laughs) That was less than ideal, but that was, that was then the theme of the day. That was, the first one was the exception, not the rule. The majority of them did it where it was two different people.
0: Okay, so was there... Any time where you didn't connect with the first group of people, but you did the second? Or it just broke it up so much that there couldn't be really good conversation?
1: It actually was. There was a group where I really didn't mesh with the first one. And then the second girl I then had a much better conversation with. So I guess it did, in the end, work out for the better. Like, I'm sure if I hadn't meshed very well with that first girl from that first house, it would have been kind of awkward to go back and we still had nothing to talk about but that just didn't tend to be the case for me. So that was the biggest difference between them. Overall, it was pretty much the same setup and just lots of videos.
0: Okay, (laughs) lots (laughs) of videos. Okay, so last night you seemed very impressed with the first group that you interacted with and the way they presented their philanthropy. Were there any shining stars today or any impressive moments?
1: There were. There was one group that I really, really enjoyed, again, today. Um, it was a group that I really enjoyed at the beginning of the week, like, at Greek Day. So, I just, again, just really good conversation. Um, I really loved their philanthropy and the stuff that they got to do with it. Um, but most... Overall, it was pretty much just very similar. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but...
0: Sure. So not a lot of standout, impressive things that happened in this day.
1: Not not necessarily. Um, I'm sure it's really hard to format in, a, in an interesting way when at the end of the day, we're all staring at a computer screen. That's so. fair. I don't fault them for it.
0: So now at the end of today, you have visited, I am saying in quotes, five chapters, and you now have the task of ranking them by your priority. So tell me what that looks like. Do you rank them all one to five? How do you do that getting ready for sisterhood round?
1: So as a preface, you could have up to eight houses going into the round that we've just completed. So, there are five houses that you're going to rank as number one. Then, you'll rank a house as number two, a house as number three, and a house as number four. Oh, okay. So,
0: since you visited five houses, do you have to rank them all number one? Or do you yes. get to have any any choice within the five?
1: Yeah, I could only rank as number one. So, like, I couldn't, if I wanted to, I couldn't have released any houses,
0: So the app does not allow you by virtue of the process to rank one to five. After having interacted with these five groups of women in a virtual setting, but still sort of what we'll call one-on-one or a couple at a time, do you have an internal one to five in your preferences now, or is it too early for that yet?
1: I do. It's not steadfast or concrete. It was just when I went through and and had to rank just just to keep a little organization. I ranked them out just in my head, but it's not, who knows if it'll be the same list that I have when I have to go rank or graph.
0: So then let me ask you this. You have this five in your head, one to five. Has your top three, for instance, have they interchanged in that five from the first round to the second?
1: I did have a group like from like that four and five pop into the top three.
0: Really? May I yes. ask what prompted that?
1: Really good conversation.
0: And was that from yesterday or today?: Yesterday. Really? So that first experience really has hit home for you. I really, really enjoyed it. Fascinating, And so, they were not originally in your top three of the ten, but obviously made your top half coming into this round, and now they have bounced into the top three.
1: Yeah. I, I don't even know if I could have told you that they made the top half originally. Really? Because I just had to rank eight. Okay. So, but... Like they probably would have been seven or eight just because I didn't know that much about them. And they had been one of the groups that I hadn't researched as in depth. But then just the conversation and the way that they handled and kind of like the innovative ideas they had about Zoom were just enough to bump to them up. <laughs> wow,
0: that's really impressive. They went from a possible seven or eight to a top three. I mean, that's what, if you were talking about the side of the women doing the recruiting, that's the goal, right, is to impress a a potential new member to the point that you shoot from the bottom to the top of, of the pack for them. So I think that's pretty outstanding. Now, going into sisterhood, you now have a break for two days, and then sisterhood is hosted over three days, which will be the middle of next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you, of course, are having classes. So once again, it will be this very, you may have one party each day, one, two, or three on any given day. So tell me, how do you feel coming out of philanthropy and going into sisterhood?
1: I guess it's a running theme, but I'm a little more nervous than I was going from Greek to, um, Greek to philanthropy. Just because now I have groups that I'm, that I'm really, really excited for, and that I feel like I now have a connection with. So if I get dropped, <laughs> I'll be a little upset, but...
0: <laughs> Tell me, at
1: this point, are you exhausted? I'm a little drained. I don't know if I'm necessarily exhausted yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if i go that far. We'll see how I am during sisterhood, because Tuesdays and Wednesdays are my busy day class-wise. So that has a potential for chaos, but we'll see.
0: From the perspective of being a new member that now has had an experience with these various women on campus, as you go to and from class, for instance, or to and from um, different places in town, will you be looking at women who are wearing their letters, and and engaging anything outside of the actual process? Or are you looking at this in sort of a bubble of what is presented, in this case, via Zoom?
1: I, if, of course, if I see someone in their letters, like, for whatever reason, I'm still going to connect that to the chapter, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still the same group of women, right? So, I guess it's just I don't tend to see a lot of upperclassmen just because I'm in those lower level classes.
0: Well, and it's not like you all are hanging out in common spaces a lot these days. I hope. (laughs) No, trust me. (laughs) Final thoughts on the process as a whole and where you are in it.
1: Um, I think I can definitely see how this can be overwhelming now that I've been through a real round But so far, it's going pretty well, I think.
0: Okay. So then when do you hear the next round of invitations? When are they released for you?
1: Great question. (laughs) If I had to guess. Are we still (laughs) guessing at this? I I just don't think they've released that because most people haven't finished with their philanthropy round yet. Okay. So... I'll ask my RCE. I'll let you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But we know it will be sometime on Tuesday. And for Sisterhood Round, you are still via Zoom. You have a new designated T-shirt to wear that was provided by virtue of registration for recruitment. And then it starts all over again. Pretty much. Okay. Then I look forward to our conversation on Tuesday. Before we go though, I do have to ask, I know that you are a legacy to a chapter on campus. Are you still considering your legacy? I am still considering my legacy. And are you still as open to other organizations? Of course, definitely. So a lot left to talk about and to learn. I am so excited for what comes next And I wish you all of the best. We will talk again on
1: Tuesday night. I will talk to you on Tuesday in a pink t-shirt. In a pink t-shirt.
0: After we ended our official conversation for the podcast, Abigail and I just started talking about how she was, where she was in her headspace, and what was coming next. This is a bit of the conversation that followed. <sighs> okay, I'm good. She says as she tries to breathe through the tears.
1: I'm just stressed. I'm just really worried. Get you attached to a house and then just get dropped.
0: <laughs> I think that every potential new member has worried, and I don't think that there is a woman who has gone through recruitment that hasn't worried about that. But now you have favorites.
1: And I think that's like the big thing. It's like now that I have this ranking in my head, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And I know that. And I just need to get there.
0: <laughs> it's okay not to be there yet. It is an exhausting process. Emotionally, more so than physically, I think particularly these days, because I don't necessarily think walking across campus is the part that that tires you of this, right? So the fact that you're not walking anywhere and that you're behind the Zoom screen, I find may even create more fatigue.
1: Especially because then you're like, it feels like presence is even more important because I have to carry my personality through screen.
0: That's not easy.
1: I'm good, I promise. I'm good now. <laughs> she says, still drying her eyes. My eyes are dry. <laughs> and I'm just I've done a really good job of getting my mascara off, because there's, there's no tracks. We're good.
0: There are no tracks in your mascara. <laughs> I would love you regardless. It's okay. And they would be fools not to all want you. You know I believe that, (laughs) but it is a process.
1: Just a lot of adjustment all at once. Which Mm -hmm. is fine.
0: It is. What would you say, knowing this, when you're on the other side of it in a year, what would you want P&Ms to
1: know? that every actress that they're talking to has been through it and lived through it so they know exactly what it's like
0: deep breaths <laughs>